0: Live from our super-secret studios above Jacques' Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you you had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? On 90.7 WLMW, New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) That's right, that's right. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour One of Gerard at Large. I am, (laughs) am your... Must be the end of a long week, host Richard Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at At GerardAtLarge, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Yes, we do. And, boy, are we going to have people mad at us for that report out of Manchester Ward 11. But you know what? It's true. (laughs) We don't have a clue who is voting. And we won't be able to find out. I mean, yeah, we can do a right-to-know request, and we'll get the name and the party affiliation. I don't think we get anything else. I have a problem with that. I did uh, I did confirm the reports with uh, Willette. He's like, oh, yeah, he said, I knew I was in trouble. He said, they just kept coming through. <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm not even going to say that they were people who shouldn't be voting. I am going to say, though, that it's awfully strange when you have that many non-English-speaking people show up at a poll on election day. And we don't have the ability to verify whether or not they're real. Oh, yes, the state will send a letter. They do that, I think, with all new registrations now. And when they don't reply to the letter, what What then? Oh, Is it Bud Fitch that's going to go and do the investigation? So, you know, if you got the Obama lady out there, you can be sure that they were doing the bidding of the unions. I wish somebody had gotten a picture. And the day of cameras, it's amazing to me how nobody gets pictures. But green clipboard with an Obama sticker. Something tells me they were going for the union-backed candidates. I spoke to the moderator in Ward 12 when I was going poll to poll. She said that uh, there were attempts to register mentally uh, challenged people. She said even the attorney general's office was helping me with this. They they were incompetent. They were being wheeled in. They were incompetent. There was no discernible cognitive function. They couldn't understand The uh, the 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 oath, the oath that you take when you when you register to vote, even the attorney general's office told uh, at least one and maybe two um, of the, you know, the folks that wheeled these people into the polls that uh, no, they they can't vote. They're not mentally competent. So, you know, you think funny business doesn't happen. You think uh, people don't try to cheat the system. One one of the conversations that the moderator had, you know the person needed assistance to vote. she said, "Okay, well, here's the form we'll We'll have the selectman go in and help oh no, 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 I'm going to go in with them. Oh no, actually, you're not <laughs> It's our job to tell them which names are on the ballot and to fill out the ones that are there oh no well i I know who they want to vote for. oh, we're sure you do yeah that 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 uh That didn't happen. So the moderator's like, no, that's not not the process. That's not the way it works. That's not going to happen. She said they were very upset with her. Well, you think? (laughs) You see lots of stuff when you actually pay attention. Yes, you do. You see lots of stuff when you actually pay attention. Anyway... We have a busy show today. Let me do uh, my thing. And um, on Monday, I will be making a significant announcement. So you'll want to make sure you tune in for that. But today is not Monday, and coming up just minutes from now, we're going to hear from Arthur Green. Long-term listeners of this show might recognize the name. Arthur is uh, a former budget committee member in the Timberlane Regional School District and he's coming in for a couple reasons this morning. One, another whopping round of tax hikes has just smacked the Timberlane School District. I-, I mean we're talking I don't know how many years I've been covering this now, but every year you've got double digit or near double digit tax increases in at least two of the four towns that make up that district and the other ones are always, uh, mid to upper single digits at, at some point you have to wonder whether or not these people are just uh, they're like suffering from battered spouse syndrome oh please emperor metzler may we have some more can our taxes go up higher can you hit my can you hit me again oh i'm sorry it's my fault i didn't give you enough money last time oh please may i have some more but uh, Arthur is also a founding member of the School District Association of New Hampshire. And uh, one of the things that that group is trying to do is educate the school board members and the budget committee members about what their actual rights and responsibilities under the law are. And While that might sound tedious, I, have, um, I encourage you to listen so that you can take a look at your own school district as, gee, I don't know the pembroke uh, sau 53 is now facing a million dollar shortfall and everyone's scratching their little wooden head hey how's that so what happened there and uh, sau 19 here in goffstown dunbarton uh, goffstown and bow oh shocks! gee we didn't realize that we counted the revenue from grants and school food and nutrition but we didn't count the expense oh sorry goffstown your 64 cent uh, increase in taxes is now a buck 64 <laughs> oops sorry and you know why this stuff happens it happens because school board members and their counterparts on the budget committees don't have a clue and guess what happens when they don't have a clue and they don't want to have a clue you get uh, unexpectedly large tax hikes that, uh, I, I mean, seriously? So they mo- the, the, the projected tax increase for the schools in Goffstown, which was very concerning to the school board after it happened, more than doubled because they counted grant funding as a general fund revenue. But the expenses for that grant in the school food nutrition program aren't general fund expenses. So I can tell you as a school board member and the chairman of the budget committee that, um, well, it's not the budget committee. It's the subcommittee on finance. (laughs) As someone who generally pays attention to the budget and is known as a pain in the neck for the questions that he asks. Yeah, that would not have happened on my watch. That would have never gotten by Mayor Gatze's It would have never gotten by anybody who actually pays attention. And yes, I do mean to be critical of school board members who wring their hands and fret over the safeguards they're going to put in place after the whole... The barn has completely built... Okay, so we'll re... Uh, you know, to some degree, it's not their fault because the training they get from places like the New Hampshire School Boards Association is... How to come to heal behind your superintendent? Now, I've I've made my support of Doctor Vargas, Manchester's new superintendent, uh, quite well known, and I think the man is the right fellow at the right time for the city of Manchester. And I pray, I literally pray, that when it comes to a point in time where he has to decide whether or not he's going to renew his contract, he says yes because right now I'm not so sure because of the horrible treatment that he has been subjected to, despite the demonstrable successes that he has had in addressing long-standing and difficult issues. Because people still have their pettiness, and they don't seem to care about the consequences to the district of them protecting their friends or pursuing their political agenda, all reasoned thought and rational data To the contrary. But my uh, support of Dr. Vargas does not include taking his word for anything. And I frankly think he would be insulted if I did. Because he understands not just as a superintendent, but I think more especially as a former school board member himself. In Rochester, New York, where he was president of their Board of Education for many years, he understands the mantra, trust but verify. He understands the role of a school board member and what it should be. And we continue to have people around this state who don't have a clue and don't seem interested in getting one, which is why these calamities hit these communities. If you don't think having your tax rate go up by 10% four years in a row isn't going to have a consequence to people in the community, you're crazy. If you don't think having a tax rate come in more than double what it was projected to come in at with your highly paid experts and professionals apparently not understanding basic accounting that says you don't count as a revenue in one place, that thing where you don't have an expense, You you know, this is this is a body politic that has uh, or a a, a political bodies that have been disengaged from their responsibilities. And it's one of the reasons why Arthur Green's going to join us this morning, because you know what? You should be contacting your school board members to say, hey, have you heard of this budget and finance seminar, particularly you folks in the Timberlake Regional School District or maybe Goffstown, maybe Dunbarton, maybe Bedford, where nothing is. Nothing is too important to spend money on. Or some of these other, hey, how about SAU-15? Man, have you seen what's happened to the hooks at Candia, and uh, uh, Auburn school budgets in the last five years? Thank you, Chucky the Super. So, you know, we'll call this the Get a Clue Show because we're going to give you some. And maybe you can share them with the elected, your elected representatives and say, hey, did you know this was out there? As you should. But anyway, and Josh, you'll have to remind me, is at the top of the seven o'clock hour, I need to share the details. Well, I can't say all the details, but I do want to let people know that Mayor-elect Craig did return my phone call yesterday. And I had a rather lengthy conversation with her, and I want to share my thoughts and impressions on that phone call and what I think it means for the upcoming term of office. 21 minutes after the hour. You are listening to the Gerard at Large radio show. I'm Rich Gerard. Good morning.